0: ready for a crazy story on this episode of the Hustle of the Day podcast. I've got William Gay who has lost everything multiple times, lived on the streets, and he's still fighting his way back and still showing that you can be successful against all odds. You're going to want to listen to this one. Let's jump into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustle of the Day podcast. My name is Trent. I am so grateful to have William Gay here with me today. He is an awesome guy with a great story that I want uh, the audience to hear. So William, why don't you jump in and tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Well, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I really enjoy this. And uh, it's an exciting opportunity to get out and reach more people and, and share stories so that they can succeed. And that's what it's all about yeah. for me. Um What can I say? I have had a rather unique life from uh, my father was in construction as a boy, so I got to travel around the world, even spending six years in Saudi Arabia. Um, Came back to the States, and that was uh, a huge culture shock. (laughs) Add to that, uh, I'm severely dyslexic. And uh, it wasn't until decades later that I was diagnosed as a high-functioning Asperger's. (laughs) So it uh, has put a spin on things. I spent uh, most of my 20s just trying to understand, you know, going after things, basically. I uh, did a little life coaching. I also did a little bodyguarding. I worked mm-hmm. for uh, uh, actually Castro of all the strange people. <laughs> One of his lead bodyguards uh, got out of Cuba, came to the United States, and I worked for him uh, down in wow. Miami for a while. Um, just, uh, it's been an adventure that took me up to California. I, I was a management consultant for a while, which led me to uh, buying a resort marina. And that was kind of my first, uh, my first million dollar losing it all. How's that? <laughs> and uh, that led me to moving across the country to the other coast to Massachusetts, living with relatives, penniless, basically, starting over again. And that took me into corporate aviation, which I've, I've always loved aviation on, a, on the private side, the general aviation it's called. And uh, that took me to um, 2007, 2008, and some Asperger issues. And I lost everything again. And uh, it, it, each time it's a growth. Uh, each Each thing I've tried has grown me and expanded my universe and it was uh, losing everything that point to living on the streets. And uh, when I decided I'd had enough of that, I went and got some jobs and uh, 16 hours a day, you know, standing on my feet. Cause of course, fast foods, the, the easiest job to get. Mm-hmm. I lost all my toenails because wow. my feet swelled so much from being on them for so long that, uh, yeah, I lost my toenails, not an experience. I recommend, um, <laughs> learn from my lessons. Don't stand for 16 hours after not doing it. Okay. <laughs> um, and that took me back to, uh, coming back to my roots, back to Michigan and, uh, deciding, you know what I need to go back into life coaching. I need to go back into leadership consulting and helping people. And that has led to the, the me possibly getting back into corporate aviation. Them reaching out to me, which is an exciting possibility. But still, at its core, whether I'm doing that or not, it's helping people and uh, just uh, learning from the lessons. Hopefully, you don't have to. The the audience doesn't have to go through the lessons that I've learned, and uh, stepping up and just living a life that they're passionate about and something they care about.
0: Wow. I mean, I mean, we talked before we started recording and, you know, we communicate over email before, but even I'm blown away by hearing that story, like just all the things that you've been through, all the different uh, avenues that you've gone down and here you are today, you're, you know, you've you've got so many life experiences and that's that's amazing. And I applaud you for Uh, losing it all twice and still going for it. You know, we we talked a little bit before about how people don't understand how difficult entrepreneurship really can be. You know, people expect difficulties, but not necessarily losing it all twice. Moving across the country, starting over again, and staying on your feet for 16 hours and losing all your toenails. You know, that's just not the things you typically hear in the, the glorious entrepreneurship journey, you know? Uh-huh. So it, I appreciate that you're, you're sharing it. And yeah, it is true.
2: <laughs> well, the
1: thing that I think a lot of people have the misconception of is that being an entrepreneur isn't work. You know, there's the, I read a lot of, you know, motivational stuff, uh, especially in my twenties, mm-hmm. love Wayne Dyer, phenomenal yeah. author. It was, it was a sad day when he passed. We still have, you know, Anthony Robbins and these amazing people, but the part that people seem to miss the, the audience is that it's work. You know, it doesn't matter if it's work you choose or working for somebody else, it's still right. work. And uh, if you really want to succeed, you just keep striving. You keep working at whatever it happens to be. And that's how you get there. There's no, uh, in my own uh, YouTube videos there's no McDonald's drive through Well, I'll take a level of success here and I want this here. Oh, and I want it at this income and then pull up to the window and there it is. Yep. Even the McDonald's window, somebody has to make that stuff. Yep. So it, it's when you realize that, when you own that and you start to understand life is the journey, you know, that that's the enjoyable part things get a little bit easier, losing your toenails. You just go, yeah, they grow back or they don't, whatever. It doesn't matter. (laughs) What matters is that you're enjoying the process. You're enjoying the journey that you're going on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's that growth aspect that uh, you need to learn to love because otherwise uh, it's, it's going to be a difficult journey for sure.
1: Yes, Uh, absolutely. You hit the nail right on the head there.
0: (laughs) So you've got so many different experiences and so many different places that you've been. Uh, who would you say has been the most influential person on who you became today?
1: Well, of course, the, the people you grow up around are always influential.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, both my parents influenced me in their own unique ways, some good, some bad. I mean, yeah, it's a paradigm that you know, people blame their parents for things. And it's like, well, you would better blame them for the successes as well as the failures. They did the best they could do. Mm -hmm. And I work with some people who that was pretty crappy and yet they became successful people. Um, But you, you, you know, you need to understand that that's part of it. So while my parents, my grandparents, you know, the, the, the people that are around you as a, as a child, as a youth, uh, as a teenager, even teachers, you know, influenza, uh, influenza. Uh, I can't say that word. Oh, wants <laughs> us into who we become. Um, I also choose role models, people that I model myself after. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I mentioned, to Wayne Dyer and Anthony Robbins. I mean, he was just getting big in the eighties as I was growing up, so he was a role model. But truthfully, I love uh, Walt Disney. Okay. And I love, uh, you know, the, an, an example I like to give, especially in, in business and leadership, is everyone gets into their box. So I love a Walt Disney. I say, what do theme parks have to do with cartoons? And, you That's
2: know,
1: you know it, there's not a lot. And uh, in my later years here, I love Richard Branson. And what do records have to do with an airline? Mm-hmm. Or now I see the commercials. What do records have to do with? He owns cruise ships now. Yeah, and it's like, wow. I mean, what does one have to do with the other? And the reality is, it's him. It's it's Branson. It's uh, you know, looking at uh, Walt Disney. And those are the keys. The problem is, we all get in our little boxes and say, this is what I have to do. This is my specialty, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, companies are the worst for hiring somebody in a specific niche and, and keeping you there equally. They have to in their defense, they absolutely have to, because they need to fill that little niche, uh, you know, so the company can succeed. And that makes sense, yeah. but it's not from an entrepreneurial standpoint. It's bloody frustrating.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. You mentioned that it, it is the the people. It is. Uh you know, their their dream is it's sometimes so large that if you if they told you your dreams, it told them told you their dreams rather, um, it would be laughable to a lot of people. And yes. so they they hold things close to them and then, you know, here's a theme park, here's, you know, uh space travel, you know, all these different things that these people wanna do that just kind of seems out of the blue, but you know, they're they're living their dreams. They're going towards their dreams. And that's how a lot of high performing individuals are is they go after their dreams and they're not going to let anyone tell them they won't accomplish them.
1: That's exactly it. That's exactly. And and even if you're not an entrepreneur, even within a a business, if that's what you're interested in, if that's what you enjoy, damn straight, keep going after it. Cause you're going to have the naysayers. You're going to have the person that says, Oh, you can't do that. Or you need this, or you need that. And Sometimes they're right. And then you go do it. Right. You know, if if you need that extra education, well, go get it. You know, I don't care what age you are. Whether you're 21 and can't figure it out or you're 60 and you've decided you want to be a doctor or a lawyer. Great. Go after it. What else are you going to do with the time on the light, you know, on this planet? surf Facebook? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Or go after something you actually care about. (laughs) <laughs>
0: right. Absolutely. Those, those hours of watching Netflix could be put towards uh, something much more productive.
1: Well, if, if you have that desire, I'll right. defend anyone. If they want to watch Netflix, more power to them. Mm-hmm. Just understand they're not going to get, uh, you know, other than some knowledge from Netflix and some enjoying some shows Right. that's not going to move them towards, you know, other things in their life. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, as long as you understand that, I am one million percent about choice. But yes. you got to own the choice.
0: And and not making a choice is also a choice.
1: Uh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And that's so. Netflix or video games. Hey, you know, there, there's people on YouTube making millions a year playing that's video true. games because more power to them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they love. Uh, that, that's huge.
0: Absolutely. And so. there's, uh, I had a conversation with someone earlier today about, you know, they were getting after their kids of, hey, you're spending too much time playing video games, but <laughs> their their goal is to be, you know, that that person who is, you know, a Twitch streamer that's, you know, making uh, millions of dollars off of this, and it's just a different method than you're traditionally used to, exactly. But, They have their goal and they're going after it. That's what you need to support for sure.
1: Absolutely. And just understand there's, you know, because you've set that goal doesn't mean it can't change.
0: Absolutely. Very, that is true. As long as, I mean, there's, there's a lot of goals that you can set that are a lifestyle focused, not necessarily, you know, the specific vehicle, uh, but you want to accomplish a specific lifestyle. The vehicle can change.
1: Exactly. That's exactly
0: it. Um, so you've had, like I mentioned, you've had so many experiences, you've had so many different jobs. What, at what point did you decide, okay, I need to strike it out on my own. I need to start a business. I need to, um, you know, be that life coach. What, where was it in your life that you decided I need to go out and do this on my own?
2: Oh
1: boy. Um, See, I've never, and I, I think it goes back to just my uh, growing up traveling, mm. as well as the Asperger's and dyslexia, I've never quite done things like everyone else. Okay. Um, it, it just never, as much as, there are times, I've honestly wished I could be like everyone else. Hmm. And, uh, you know, go to school, find the good job white picket fence. Uh, there's been numerous times in my life that I've really wished I could do that. But the, the real journey is understanding who I am as an individual. Right. One of, the, one of my clients um, keeps saying, well, this is what I have to do. To be a success, this is what I have to do. And then he resists doing it.
2: Hmm.
1: And it's like, so why are you resisting it? You know, that's the real question that you need to understand for yourself is why you're resisting this. If it really is your passion or something that you're just really even interested in, you're not going to resist doing it. I've spent the weekend, for example, reading what most people would consider as some of the driest, most boring uh, books on the planet. It's called the the F-A-R-A-I-M. It's Federal Aviation Regulations. And Airman Information Manual. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, lawyerese is easier to follow than the <laughs> bureaucrats that wrote this information. But to me, understanding this is is interesting. And mm-hmm. I spent the weekend, I've, I've read probably three, 400 pages in the last two days about how to operate an airport. About, And this is how the, the FAA mandates that you run an airport. It's boring stuff to most people, but to me, it's interesting. But yeah. when somebody says, my client, this is what I have to do, but I'm not doing it, well, why aren't you doing it? The, the, the question needs to be, why aren't you going to look in a mirror and asking yourself, why aren't you doing this? And I don't care what it happens to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you're actually interested in it, you're going to do it. Maybe that's watching Netflix. Maybe that's sure. playing the video game. Whatever it happens to be, because that's where your real interest is.
0: Yeah. And uh, like you mentioned that, that to me, that reading that book, I have no interest in that. Yeah, <laughs> you could tell don't. me.
1: Even yeah. people in aviation don't want to read these. Okay.
0: <laughs> you could say, you know what, I'll give you a thousand dollars. If you read this book and it's like, I'll start it, but I don't know if I'll follow through on it. That, you know, it's one of those things that you've got to find out what your interest is. And, you know, that's why people say, follow your passion just because it's what's going to keep you going even when you don't want to. Exactly. Uh, but exactly. now with your your experience, you want to get back in that world. And fortunately, through your work experience, that's now kind of falling into your lap in a way.
1: Time will tell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Time will tell
1: whether it does. But see, my thing is, uh, my personal standpoint is that, even if it doesn't, information's always good. Absolutely. Information's, so even if nothing happens with this, the, the knowledge I've gained won't be wasted. Some way it'll apply to something else in my life. It always seems to. So, yeah. I mean, your, your original question, how'd I get into this? Uh, you know, how'd I get into life? I I. It's something I'm interested in. Um. My father's company as a boy always hired organizational uh, development consultants to come in. I just thought it was fascinating. So I dove okay. into it. Uh, when, I, when I was interested in buying stuff, I bought a 16-unit apartment complex because it seemed interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, bodyguarding was the same way. I was a ballroom dance instructor with Arthur Murray's. Wow. Um, I, my challenge is I master something and I get bored with it and move on to something else. Life coaching. Okay. Luckily, everyone has their own stuff, so it's right. not quite as uh, boring. And uh, so I, I haven't lost uh, complete interest in it over the decades.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good that you that you've mastered so many things uh, enough to get bored with them because, I mean, there's. Uh, oftentimes whereas i feel like i'm you know jack of all trades master of none and Mm -hmm. just because i don't i don't get to the point where i have mastered something and then it's you know the shiny object syndrome oh i'm gonna i'm gonna go tackle this and Mm -hmm. then i get a little bit into it. Oh, I'm going to go tackle this. So that's that's really admirable. Brilliant.
1: Really you... Why you're doing this? Because obviously you get to see shiny objects with all sorts of different people all the time.
0: Very true. <laughs>
1: so it's, it's it's spot on. It's a, it's a great hustle to yeah. get into what you're interested in. That brought you to this, and and bringing you know so many people to other people across the planet. It's an amazing thing. It's wonderful.
0: Absolutely. It's been a. a in very interesting journey, and it's never boring. That's for sure. Just <laughs> like again, I just going hearing your story, I'm fascinated by it. Even knowing some of the story previous, I didn't know all the details and the facets and of of it. And it's like, wow, this is a really interesting individual. We need my audience needs to hear this. Like this is <laughs> this is really cool. And so, I, I appreciate you sharing your story with everybody. Well, um, the,
1: the important part is, though, it's only really cool if you can take something out of it. If, absolutely. If the audience, if, if you can find something within this that's going to help you grow and learn and, and get to something that you want in your life, then it's a story worth telling. If, mm-hmm. if it's not, turn it off. All right? I'm a, I'm a waste of energy. Nobody wants to hear about <laughs> my toenails falling off and the, the glass. It felt like I was walking on. It just doesn't matter unless you can take something from it for yourself.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, So you've, you've had multiple times where you've had to start over. What have you taken from that? So kind of, you know, what's your, what has been your biggest failure and what have you learned from that?
1: Wow. Um, really my biggest failure goes straight to the Asperger's and it's not really a failure. It's just a, it's a very steep, steep learning curve, Mm -hmm. which is understanding people. Um, there was a great book, everything I need to know I learned in kindergarten, Hmm. which for your average person is true. I mean, how to interact with people and get along and, you know, sharing and all that stuff is absolutely true. The challenges being in the spectrum is that it takes us a lot longer to clue in to those uh, subtle ways of doing things, uh, yeah. we all you know, have our specialties and we're great at things. there's the stereotype that you know that we're great with computers or something else, and that's, that's a stereotype because we all have our, our niches, our, our specialties and interests. Um, the problem is, while we're great at that we suck at getting along with the people around us Mm -hmm. and truly to succeed in life. It's the people around us that have us succeed, Um, a a touchy subject that I love because I love touchy subjects. Um, (laughs) Whether you love or hate Obama, whether you love or hate Trump, they became president because they got through to the people around them. Very true somebody on the spectrum isn't getting through to those people. You know, We're not connecting the same way as, as a politician. But again, any successful leader, if you go to an office, the person on the spectrum is rarely, if ever, going to be the president of the company because the president of the company has to have interpersonal skills
2: mm-hmm.
1: that that person on the spectrum isn't going to have. But the person on the spectrum probably could... Run the company a thousand percent better from a technical side, right? Than the person actually running it. Um, I suspect to some degree, maybe uh, uh, Steve Jobs was on the spectrum, which is why I got fired from Apple. So right. this is the way we're doing it. And, you know, his technical was huge. Mm-hmm. His interpersonal skills, maybe not so much. And uh, so, my greatest failure is also what has become my greatest strength over time which is now helping people with the interpersonal because I've spent literally 50 years. Most people stop at kindergarten learning how to get along. (laughs) with people. I've been studying it for the best part of 50 years. Gotten kind of good at it. Yeah. And that's what I bring to people is that opportunity to, to change their paradigms, to really achieve their goals because I've spent all this time learning it. There you go. You know? um, And that's, that's my expertise. That's my specialty. So it's, Truly what somebody's greatest failure is nine times out of 10 is also their greatest gift Mm -hmm. and that will become their greatest strength, but, but you've got to stick with it. Absolutely. You know, you've got to stick with it because it's so easy along the way to just go, no, I'm going to go do something else now.
2: Yeah. Uh, Even when I taught ballroom
1: dancing, Whoever came in and wanted to learn dancing, whatever their worst dance was, whatever the hardest thing was for them to learn, if they stuck with it, in the long run, that became their best. Mm-hmm. And it's true with life that uh, if you want a phenomenal relationship, you want to be great at raising kids, if you want to be great in a particular you know, career choice or industry, if you don't fall down, you're not going to be a success at it. Yeah just the reality. It's the old uh, Batman uh, with the Christian Bale. Why do we fall down? So we learn how to pick ourselves up. And uh, it's the honest truth. If you want to be great at it, you got to fall down. If you never fall down, you're never going to be great.
2: I don't care what it is.
1: Surfing. You want to be a great surfer? You got to wipe out a whole bunch. Or you're (laughs) never going to want to be a great surfer. And doctors. Luckily, that's why we have all the stages to get through as a doctor you know, Mm -hmm. you've got to fail. Unfortunately, people have to die more often than not, but that's part of the learning and why we have other senior people looking over, you know, our shoulders to, to mitigate that stuff. Yeah. But it's the truth. It's if you want to learn, you got to fall down.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, There's so much that I can pull away from that. Uh, That was a great little segment there where I, there's so many directions I want to take it because there was so much information that you just gave that was very valuable. Uh, but I, I think the, the strength, um, versus your biggest failure aspect is huge. I think a lot of people say, I'm not good at this. I'm going to shy away from it, but it is something that you can turn it into a strength. Uh, when I started doing this hustle energy thing, you know, I, I, if I we kind of talked about. It. I've been working on this product for so long, and it wasn't working. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't what I expected it to be. Um, so, in the meantime, while just sitting there waiting for things to happen, uh, I realized there was an, a void for the entrepreneurship for people in the entrepreneurship community, rather mm-hmm. uh, that don't resonate with the in your face, go do work today. Good. Just, you know, <laughs> yelling, screaming, you know, that type of personality. Right. Uh, and I'm very, you know, soft spoken, more reserved, more shy. Uh, and there, there is an audience out there for that.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely. And
0: so it's always been one thing that I've considered to be my failing, but. I'm trying to turn that into a strength. So I I appreciate that you mentioned that because, yeah, it is it is very possible to turn your biggest failing into your biggest strength. Uh, and I wouldn't necessarily say that Asperger's is uh, a failing on anyone, but...
2: <laughs> it is what it is. it is. It is what it is. <laughs> and
0: you can choose to uh, have it be a crutch or you can choose to have it be uh, and in your case, you know, learn from it and be able to help other people. Overcoming those personal obstacles, we, we all experienced that. Uh, what made you decide to take those personal obstacles and change them into strengths rather than uh, something to fall back on?
2: The
1: the thing I'm reminded of a quote that I'm going to get wrong and that's you know you can see all these problems as obstacles and and stop you or you can see it as an obstacle course that's just going to make you stronger um we're all going to have stuff come up in our life and Mm -hmm. my favorite i love it when people say life is hard i say it is say yeah it's really hard it's like well what's the alternative
2: (laughs) Well, you know,
1: there's a bunch of answers to that. I mean, obviously leaving it, which uh, is one option. Of course, if you believe in reincarnation, you're just, you know, uh, (laughs) making. you're just going to come back and try again. (laughs) Um, And if you you go in other directions, religious directions, you know, or if it all stops, it doesn't really matter what the paradigm is. But if you're still here, obviously you're going with, we're going to battle this. But the reality is, And I mean, this is reality fact. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's a a paradigm I like in it. That's fact versus fiction. Okay. A fact is something that is measurable. It's something we can all agree on. A brick is a brick is a brick. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Now there's different types of bricks, but if we look at a brick, I think, and it doesn't matter what type we're all going to agree. They're pretty hard. So the the more you hit your head against that brick, it's going to hurt. The story is, why are you hitting your head against that brick instead of using it to build something? Hmm. Or why are you using that brick to throw at other people? Okay. We're all agreeing it's a brick. Right. Maybe we're throwing it at people because we're trying to uh, perfect ourselves. Maybe we're using it to build something, a, a wall. Great. Is that wall to build a building or is it a wall to keep people out? The story is life is hard. Yeah. Okay. That's the story. The fact of the reality, the the, the ultimate truth is here. Life is full of bricks. What are you going to do with those bricks? You have a choice. Life is not hard. Life is not easy. Life is just life. It's going to go on whether we want it to or not. Okay. Unless we put an end to it, which is the chicken shit way out of doing things. All right. Mm Um, there's all sorts of stuff we can learn from it. And I, I don't recommend the chicken shit. Although again, I am 1 billion percent, a, a person of choice that we have the choice to do whatever we want. But that also means we have the choice to go out and empower ourselves. And that's where I have my website empowering life. And I was thrilled to death to find out just like.com .org, there's dot today. So you have empowering life today. You have the choice with whatever's going on in your life, relationships, work, not work, whatever's going on to empower your own life by changing the story, changing the fiction. Because the reality is, again, life's going to go on. Yeah. doesn't matter what you're doing. Life is going to go on. That's a fact. Those are bricks. What are you going to do with those bricks? hmm you're going to say life is hard and that's going to stop you and and keep you in the position that you're in. Let's Martin Luther King, amazing man, grew up in poverty. And everyone I think on the planet knows who Martin Luther King is yeah. and the amazing things that he stood for. Absolutely. He chose those bricks and he didn't say life is hard. He went out and went after the things that he cared about. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the, the real, you know, key to life is what are the, what are you going to do with life as a brick? Is the glass half empty or half full? It's neither. It's a glass. It has something in it, which is why you're, then you make this decision based on a story. The glass isn't half empty or half full. The fact is the glass is a glass and it has something in it. What are you going to do with it? You have a choice. We all Absolutely. have a choice, I mean, to, to do whatever we're going to do with that. And from that, we can take that forward and have a life, hopefully, now that's a conscious choice to go after the things that we actually care about yep. and to stick with it. Because again, the glass is going to go down. It's going to go up. It's <laughs> going to go all over the place. That's life, you know, yep. <laughs> It just it is what it is. The choices are what we're going to do with it. Again, what are you going to do with that brick? Absolutely. The fact is, again, life's going to go on.
0: Yeah. And if life is already going to be hard, why not go after the things that you want to go after? I mean, but
1: even in that statement, life is going to be hard. Is it going to be hard? Does it have to be hard? It's a good point. You, you know, you made this statement, life is hard. It's hard to get your product out there. Mm-hmm. Well, you're right. You're absolutely right. But for the next person who says, wow, it's really easy, they're just as right. True. Because that's all that's fiction. That's the story. The reality is there's something to do. And then yeah. there's something else to do. And then there's something else to do. And then there's something else to do. <laughs> That's all you're doing is one thing. It's an obstacle course. Yeah. Each time you're going to get stronger at it. Is that does that make it hard? Well, if that's what you decide, you're true. absolutely right.
0: Yeah, that's very true. I, I appreciate that. We're I'm going to have to rephrase that now. Uh, the way I way I described that, but uh, because language I, matters. Uh, it and, does, and that language absolutely.
1: in our head matters. You know, yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with saying it's hard. Just understanding. That's your choice. It doesn't have to be hard. It's not hard for everyone.
0: True. Absolutely. But I love the quote in there, you know, that life is full of bricks. What are you going to do with it? Like, that's just an amazing quote that makes so much sense, resonates, I think, with a lot of people is, you know, why, why... you can either bang your head against it, or you can build something with it. It's it's your choice.
1: <laughs> that's exactly it. And uh, believe me, I've I've banged my head against a lot of bricks. This is yep. not coming from you know inexperience, or so this is not some psychology class that the professor says you know. No, this this is you know life is full of bricks. But do you build on them?
0: Yeah, that's you know, that's a good point. Just
1: keep hitting your head, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. absolutely, n- unless you're tired of hitting your head. And then, well, why do you keep doing it? <laughs>
0: you, you've got a choice to, to do something else with it. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Yeah. Totally.
1: <laughs> totally. Totally, totally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so simple when you when you put it that way. <laughs>
1: well, but that's, life is simple because, again, it, it's the stories. It's the fiction of life that mm-hmm. makes it difficult. Yeah. Reality is life is life. It, a brick is a brick is a brick. That's a fact. That's life. It's yeah. not good. It's not bad. It's a brick. Yeah. Can we get real? It's yeah. a brick. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> well, I'm going to say it's hard. It's heavy. And I don't want to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Good for you. You know, uh, I'm going to build it into something. Good for you. Does it matter? No. Cause life's going to keep going either way. The sun's going to keep showing up or it's not, uh, <laughs> If it's no. not, we all have some issues. The aliens have attacked or something, and, <laughs> you know. Th- th- then we'll deal with that, you know. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, something that isn't a fact. Um, how do you personally define the word hustle?
1: Oh, you, you asked me this in the, the before we started this, and uh, some things flashed through my mind because the it, Everyone thinks a hustle is moving fast and getting there
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm reminded of um to to hustle slowly is sometimes uh, very important because if you hustle fast you're going to make mistakes true but you can still hustle slowly hustle to me is movement and that's okay. really Back in the 90s, you know, I I took some courses. A course I recommend to everyone, it's still around today, it's called the Forum. And it's by a company called Landmark Education. It's a three-day course on life. And everyone goes, Well, yeah, but I'm living life. Why do I need to know that stuff? But are you living life consciously? You know, are you aware of these choices? And that's what this course is about. And back after doing this course and some some additional courses by the same company, um I came to the conclusion the meaning of life was to be doing something. Didn't matter what. I thought about water. Water is always doing something, whether it's frozen, Hmm. whether it's evaporating, whether it's sitting in a lake pond stream. Water is constantly doing something. Um, Even even a swamp, the water is growing and doing something and evaporating and condensing. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's always doing something. So to me, that's what hustle is about is to always... Always be doing something.
2: Wow! That's... Always be
1: doing something. And then you're you're hustling. Sometimes you need to hustle slower than others. Mm-hmm. But you're always doing something. And that's what hustle is about to me, is always doing something. And if Netflix, if you're sitting in front of watching Netflix and that's doing something for you, fantastic. You know, that's great. If it's not doing what you want, well, watch more of your podcast's Talk to a life coach, talk to somebody to find where the disconnect is between Netflix and whatever it is that you want in your life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I love the analogy that that you brought up of water. I mean, it's always doing something, even when it looks like it's just sitting still. It is doing something.
1: water is still doing something.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't stop. (laughs) And a lot of people, you know, they can look from an outside perspective and it looks like you're not going anywhere, but as long as you're constantly moving towards something and constantly doing something, uh, one day you can turn into a waterfall. You can become a rain cloud. You know, it's, it's, I really like that analogy of the water.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so, but that's, that's hustle. It's movement. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter if you're the tortoise or the hare, tort, tort whatever the turtle or the hare, <laughs> <laughs> whatever the bloody thing is called. <laughs> as long as you're moving and doing something, the problem comes in when you stop. True. Okay. Um, I've worked with people that are depressed and suicidal. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, you can't be depressed if you're doing something. Yeah. It just biologically it can't happen. It's when you stop doing something is when the depression hits you. And this is an easy thing you can you know if somebody's feeling down, do some push-ups. Even if you can only push one out, you're doing mm-hmm. something. Go for a walk. You know you still may feel sad, but you're doing something. You know yeah. it, it's it's. It's huge. And for those that you know are motivated and they're out there doing something, you look at a Richard Branson, you look at a Walt Disney when he was doing stuff. you look at anyone who's success they're just doing things on a different scale mm-hmm. But one's not more important than the other because Richard. if everyone was Richard Branson, this would be a messed up world.
2: You know? <laughs> it just,
1: we need everyone to be doing now. Does Richard Branson, you know, get more money? Well, yeah, that's what happens when you do more, you know, right. If you do less, you don't get as much. It's just kind of the way it works. Um, and that's less happiness. That's less money. That's less anything. Is that bad or wrong? And the reality is no, as long as you're content with wherever you are, it's a brilliant place to be. Yeah. Again, the problem comes in, is it where you want to be?
0: Yeah. I like yeah. the analogy of the pushups because that that hit me today. Um, I took a couple of weeks off from the gym. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, prior to that, you know, we, I do 200 pushups, no problem. And then today, it's like getting back into it after a couple of weeks, you know, the holidays and whatnot. I, I was struggling after like <laughs> 50. It's like, man. It's just when you stop doing something, like you said, yes, you start to regress. I mean, even if you don't feel like you've regressed, I mean, just a couple weeks of not going to the gym, I feel like I am way far back from where I used to be. (laughs) Uh, Obviously there's, you know, I can ramp that effort back up, but uh, again, it's the movement. You've got to keep moving towards that, towards whatever your goal is. and keep hustling by
2: moving. So
1: that's it. It it reminds me when you said that of the uh, Disney movie, meet the Robinsons. Mm -hmm. And at the very end of the movie, well, all through the movie, there's the theme, keep moving forward. Right. And it turns out that's a quote from Disney. And uh, you know, the, that's where the the joy comes from is as you keep moving forward, that's where life is again, just, you're always hustling. You're always moving. Sometimes it's slower than others as we talked about, but always moving. You're going to get to to a good place. It, yeah. it just it, maybe that place is Branson's billions. Maybe it's understanding that you don't want billions. You're you just want your life to be X Y Z. If uh, again, to use love Netflix, don't don't get me wrong. If <laughs> sitting in front of Netflix is the movement that you need, okay. It, as long as you are happy doing it, the problem is when you you're using that as an excuse. When that right. is stopping your movement towards whatever it is that you really care about. right? That's when you need to re-examine things a little bit, you know, watching again. I I love podcasts. Like just people reaching out and helping reach out to coaches, therapists, church. I don't care. Yeah. But in reaching, in doing that, you're doing, there we go in the quotes, you're (laughs) doing something Mm -hmm. to change your life. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Rather than, uh, you know, listening to, music on your commute to work, you could be listening to a podcast and that's a small thing, but it's doing something.
1: Absolutely. You Absolutely. Know? Positively. Yes.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, one person that, uh, I follow that's here locally, uh, Sean Whalen, he is, uh, he's got a group of, um, a mastermind group and he does personal coaching and whatnot. And his most consistent message that he puts out there. Mm-hmm is if he had to start over again, the first thing he would do is hire a coach.
1: There you go.
0: So why do you think he drills that in so much and you know, relate from your experience of being a life coach? Mm-hmm. How, I guess, why, why is that such a consistent message that he puts out there?
1: Oh, because uh, we, we touched on this earlier. Um, with you need other people in your life. There is no one on this planet. And I don't think there ever will be someone on this planet or ever has been somebody on this planet who hasn't succeeded without the help of other people around them. Mm -hmm. When I talk about Disney, he had his brother, but he also had phenomenal storytellers all around him, which is how he created the story, you know, created the cartoons. Um, I don't care if we're talking Genghis Khan or the biggest scum in, you know, history, Hitler. Hitler didn't become Hitler without having people around him. Right. If we look at some better people, Gandhi. Gandhi did not accomplish what he did and literally change a culture without people around him advising him and coaching him and, and helping him get to where he, you know, to the person that he was. Yeah. And that's just the, the reality. There's literally, Steve Jobs had had Boz. I mean, there's nobody who has succeeded or will from Socrates, Jesus Christ, if you're into religion, had the apostles. Mm-hmm. Everyone who succeeds on this planet has people around them. And it's the people that think they can do it on their own that don't succeed. Yeah. So Sean is absolutely right. Anyone, presidents, again, Obama, Trump, I don't care. They have a cabinet. They have people that help them. Governors, mayors, anyone who wants to succeed <laughs> has people around them to help them succeed, to give them yeah, a different man. viewpoint. You, you can't see the forest for the trees. If mm-hmm. you're the only one there, you're lost in the trees. And absolutely. that's just the reality. I mean, doctors and lawyers don't treat themselves a lawyer who has himself as a client has a fool for a client. You know, they've got to reach out because we get myopic. All we see is directly what's in front of us. Mm -hmm. And that's where having a coach, having a a leadership person in their life is huge. And it doesn't matter what you call them. Right. Cabinet, you know, consultants, uh, psychologists, I don't Mm -hmm. care. You know, it's friends parents in some cases. I don't care what the title is, but you have to have somebody who's rooting for you, who wants you to succeed, but can see more than just you. And it's still your plan. You're not giving it all to them, but you need the bits and pieces.
0: Yeah. And I think uh, one thing that we as humans often do is get in our own heads on things. You know, We overthink things, overcomplicate things. So it's always helpful to have that outside perspective, uh, for somebody to see, see it for what it is, you know, exactly. Uh, see the, the facts, not necessarily just the, the emotions
1: side of it. That's it. And that's, I mean, I don't care if we talk Taylor Swift, she's had voice coaches and music coaches her entire life. You know, uh, Donald Trump, same concept. He's had outside people helping him build his, whether you like him or hate him, Mm -hmm. you've got to give him kudos for being darn near worth a billion dollars, regardless of being president. Obama, uh, his wife, I think, was a huge influence. But there's other people that have influenced him to become the man that he became. And who he is today, whether again, whether you agree with him or don't agree with him, I'm not touching on that. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, what matters is to to get to be a success, you have to have other people around you that are rooting you on. Okay, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: that's that's a key part of this because you can have other people that aren't rooting you on that are going to shut you down. You know, put Obama and Trump in the same room and they are not going to empower each other. I can guarantee (laughs) it. um, It is what it is. They have different views. And that's okay. It makes the world uh, the amazing place that it is, is is having people with different views. Um, But they both have everyone that succeeds, has other people supporting them.
0: Yeah. And I think uh, it's important that, Entrepreneurs do reach out and find people because a lot of a lot of the times it's a pretty lonely island at least to, be, to begin with because mm-hmm. you have your idea you are going after something and you're not necessarily sharing it with everyone or uh, you know maybe your inner circle isn't necessarily supporting it it is important to reach out to somebody who can support you who can help you along the way because sometimes it does feel lonely in, in the entrepreneurship journey.
1: Exactly. And when you say island, there's an old um, Hugh Grant movie. It's about a boy is the mm-hmm. title. And uh, at the beginning of the movie, he's, he's deciding that, you know, every man is an island, which is a famous quote from I don't know where. And by yeah. the end of the movie, as he gains relationships and he gains these people and he's like, well, maybe every man is an island, but it's like an island chain. And you've got all these little islands that, that support and surround you.
2: Right.
0: That's, that's very cool. Um, so what, I guess to take this uh, a little bit directly into the entrepreneur, what's one thing you would suggest that an entrepreneur does every single day uh, to help them succeed?
2: The
1: biggest thing is, and we hit on this earlier, when, with hustle. Mm-hmm. It's do something, do something every day. If you can do a bunch of things, that's wonderful. Right. But if you, as long as you never lose the fact that you're doing something towards whatever it is, whether it's watching a YouTube video, listening to a podcast, talking to somebody, reading a book, something talk to somebody who has succeeded, you know, talk to somebody uh, who has failed, but you know, something, do mm-hmm. something every day. If your goal, uh, I'm going to use your example. If your goal is to, to bring a power drink, uh, you know, the powdered power drink to somebody and you spend the entire day playing video games, have you done something to advance your goal? No, no, no. <laughs> you, you may have had a great day, which actually might advance your goal. Because it clears the mind and it gives you that opportunity to take the next steps forward. So maybe that is doing something to actually advance your goal. That's wonderful. Have you watched a video? I mean, so again, the fact is you did X, Y, Z. Does that preclude the story that is actually going to empower you and bring you closer to accomplishing what it is that you believe in and want to see happen? Yeah. So makes, doing something is the key. It, it yeah. really is the key. The problem is when you, you zone in front of the TV for the day and then the next day and then the next day and you're not doing it because you're healing, you're not doing it as a as an, a re-energizing, you're doing it because of fear, you're doing it because you're lost. Well, then you're not doing something that's going to advance you to your actual goal. Yeah. So, just doing something.
2: That
0: makes a lot huge. of sense. Absolutely. Um, yeah, doing anything is better than nothing. And doing one thing, you know, full on is better than doing a bunch of tasks half heartedly. So, I think even just accomplishing one thing a day makes a big difference in moving that uh, peg forward towards your goal.
1: Exactly. And if you're not sure of what that is, we're back to reach out to a coach. Absolutely. Reach out to somebody else who can help you understand what it is. And maybe it's watching YouTube videos. I mean, yeah. th- there's brilliant videos out there. Um, but the reality is you, you need interaction and YouTube mm-hmm. videos will only get you so far in the in the scheme of things, if you will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh well, that's the great thing about this podcast is, uh, you know, I'm reaching out, talking to people, even though I'm sitting at a desk alone in my basement, you know, uh, to try and get away from the distractions of kids and whatnot throughout Absolutely. the day. But, uh, it's, it's been a great experience, uh, to be able to speak to entrepreneurs and then share their, their journeys with other people as well.
1: Which you may find is a, a greater passion then, the energy drink, maybe right. it's not, maybe it's by talking to people, you're going to come across somebody else who wants to run with it. Mm-hmm. You know? and if you're smart enough to let it go, um, you can see it grow and blossom into something huge.
2: Yeah.
1: Who knows? You know, it's uh, one of our failings, I think as humans is that we say, this is the way it has to be. Yeah instead of going well the goal is to get it out there it's not that it has to be a specific way right. um you know that's just uh maybe it's not maybe it's our perfectionist side is is a good thing again it's all in how you want to perceive it it's the story you want to put behind it all we have are back to the bricks here what are yeah. you going to do with those bricks <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> you you create your story with those bricks one way or another
1: that's exactly it yeah. That's exactly it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take too much of your time. So I just, I want to ask one more question. Please? And that is, what is it that excites you about the future? Personal, business, whatever the case may be, what's, what's exciting, William, about the future?
1: I think uh, one of the paradigms I was taught is that if you ask a question correctly, the answer is right in the question. And that's a brilliant question. I think the answer is right there is that there is a future. Mm-hmm. Is that we all have the, the opportunity to create our own future and that every day we wake up with a whole fresh set of possibilities. Yeah. I don't care if you had a crappy day yesterday or a phenomenal day yesterday. Today is a whole new set of possibilities. Absolutely, And that's all we can keep bringing is new possibilities because we can't live in the future the the future is a direction we want to move towards and that's fantastic yeah but right now today this instant as people are listening and watching this they have the choice to do something to get to the future that they would actually like to have and that's the exciting thing about the future is that there is a future you yeah. can keep going after anything and everything that you want. And you get to make that decision every second, every minute you have that opportunity because this minute is going to lead to the next minute, but we still haven't gotten to the future. We can never get to the future True. unless you're Dr. Who, but that's a whole different thing. <laughs> okay? Big enough nerds out there to know Dr. Yeah. Who. Okay. <laughs> you know, without that time machine, we just ain't getting there. But right. so live in the minute we live in the moment and enjoy that moment while working to a future that you actually care about Mm -hmm. and don't let that you know moment that isn't brilliant stop you because there's going to be moments like i I don't care if this is the greatest passion the thing that you've always loved there's going to be moments that you're yep. going, you know, and that's with your kids, with your family, with your, your significant other that's in your life and you love them with all your heart. And there's times you want to throttle the bugger, you know, <laughs> and, and vice versa. That, that But that's what makes those moments amazing. That's what makes that person an amazing person in your life.
2: Mm-hmm. That
1: job, that, that thing that you're going after is the moments. Yeah. So really the, the future is just exciting because there is a future and we get to create that future and make it whatever we want every moment of the day we get to choose to
2: do that
0: absolutely that's uh, that's an amazing answer that you know that we do have a future that i think a lot of people need to realize that they think so much in the present or in the past the fact that you have a future is amazing in and of itself
1: and you get to choose that future
0: yeah Absolutely Regardless
1: right. of what's going on, again, yeah. whether you're living in the slums, whether you're a refugee from wherever, you still can choose a future. You can still build on things and, and create a future that you want. Doesn't mean that it's going to guarantee that it's happened, but I, I, I will guarantee, here's my money back guarantee, <laughs> that at the end of the time, when you're on your deathbed, whenever that happens to be, whether you're 12 because you were hit by a car or 108 because you died of old age. Okay, mm-hmm. if you've lived your life for something that you care about, it's a good life
0: yeah absolutely Whatever yeah. that happens to be yeah I, I love that you mentioned it you've mentioned it many times, but it's a choice yes. you, know, you you <laughs> can choose your future, and i I really appreciate that, and I think a lot of people will resonate with that as well, because they a lot of people feel stuck, but mm-hmm. really. It's a choice to stay stuck or a choice to move forward.
1: That's exactly it. The video games are tempting, the TV or who knows what it happens to be. right you know you could be out being a you know uh, uh, trying to save the world, okay, mm-hmm. but you could still be stuck in trying to save the world instead of seeing the world for what it is. Absolutely. so you could be stuck in all sorts of ways, but as long as you're moving forwards, and you're smart enough to realize you don't have all the answers, which is why we reach
2: out to (laughs) other (laughs) people. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Miracles can happen. Life can change, and uh, it it really is an amazing thing. And For lack of a better description, it really is a miracle that we have so much possibility. We live Mm -hmm. on a planet that we can go out and accomplish so many things. And again, I don't care if you're in war-torn parts of the world. Mm-hmm. You still have a choice, you still have that opportunity to go out and do things. Um, it's just we, we live on a fantastic planet, and uh, human beings are pretty cool things. We, whoever dreamt us up, had a pretty good idea,
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, very true. Uh, humans are very interesting in, in their own ways, so yes, yes. I, I agree with you <laughs> in that. Um uh, well, I want to make sure that people can find you if they want to reach out to you. Where what's the best way to contact you or find more information out about you?
1: Well, as I mentioned earlier, there's the website, which is empoweringlife.today. Life uh, There's Empowering Life Today on YouTube, where mm-hmm. I've got uh, close to I think it's a hundred plus videos out there. Cool. There's Empowering Life on Facebook, and while I have an Empowering Life for Instagram, I don't suggest it. I just don't have a lot. There. <laughs> but uh, if you want to reach out to me personally, uh, the the website it's I am at and that's my email cool. address. It's I am empowering life today. So
2: there you go. Take
1: that on. But uh, any of those ways can can reach out if you're looking for a coach or a leadership consultant for your company and want to see it really take off. That's what I do is help people grow.
0: Very cool. Well, I will make sure to include a link to your website in the show description so people can uh, just directly click to link up with you. But I really appreciate the time that you've taken out of your day to talk to me. It's been a fantastic conversation. So
1: I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that you're doing this. This is fantastic. And uh, whether you have an audience of one or a hundred thousand, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you're making a difference and you're, you're doing something, and that's huge. That really is a tremendous thing, and I am so grateful that you're doing this. And thank you so much for having me on your show. This has been wonderful.
0: Yeah, it has been wonderful. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. And uh, to the audience, I, I got a t- tremendous amount of value out of this, so I know you got value out of this today as well, so I want you to get out there and hustle the day. Thanks for listening to the Hustle the Day podcast all the way through. I really appreciate that. I just want to let you know that I help small businesses with their online strategy. So if you or anyone that you know needs help with their online strategy and owns a small business, I'm your guy. Go ahead and connect with me at Trent v. Bray on Instagram or trentvbray.com.